Hi, I'm Matthew from PanicAttackRecovery.com. We're a collaboration of former sufferers who are helping current sufferers of anxiety, panic attacks, and agoraphobia. We want to share what we know works. While our information is designed for those suffering from anxiety, panic attacks, and agoraphobia, anyone can benefit from it. I want to first explain how you can make sure that you are not missing out on any of our content. I would encourage you to visit our website, sign up for our free newsletter, and get access to a massive amount of helpful content. Please visit our website at panicattackrecovery.com. In this episode, I would like to discuss why solutions for anxiety and panic attacks, when employed, are not always successful for sufferers. It will be important to discuss some pitfalls, I think, that all of us have. Then I will tell you what you can do about some of these tendencies. What I'd like to talk about in this episode is the fact that we all have our own personalities. We are all individuals, as I've said in previous episodes. When we are applying strategies for getting over anxiety, we can often fall back into patterns of reactions and thinking that comes from our own personalities. There is research that states that we cannot change our basic personality profile, but we can change our emotional reactions. In other words, how we respond to our emotions. We can activate areas of our brains that lead to change. To be technical, that is, we can engage our frontal lobes, our executive function, and develop adaptive processes. These responses can be learned and ingrained through habit and effort. I'd like to read a quote from Bertrand Russell. The fundamental cause of the trouble is that in the modern world, the stupid are cocksure while the intelligent are full of doubt. What does this mean? In practical terms, it means that when someone thinks they know everything or have everything figured out in life, it is a sign that they in fact are not as knowledgeable and experienced as someone who is naturally more humble. A couple of clarifications. This doesn't mean that there is anything wrong with having healthy confidence. I'm talking about overconfidence to the point that one is not very self-aware of the limits of their knowledge. I'm not making the claim that anxiety sufferers are not intelligent people. Let me explain by discussing how this all relates back to anxiety sufferers. Anxiety sufferers over the years have become fairly confident that their fears are true. In other words, they have bought into their fearful and limiting beliefs. People who offer good advice to the anxiety sufferer might find the sufferer to be very agreeable when he or she is given such advice. Anxiety sufferers, when given practical advice about their anxiety, would make common statements such as the following, and follow along to see if these are things that you've ever said when you're given good advice. Yeah, I know. You're right. Yes, I have to start doing that, I know. And so on and so forth. I think you get the point. And if you think about it, it's easier to give advice to someone else like a third party. You might say certain things to others that you feel are certainly re reasonable in the circumstances when they're feeling anxious. But the problem is you wouldn't accept that advice if you were given that advice. This is what is known as a double standard. In other words, you're holding others to one set of standards, but holding yourself out to another. Now, I could quickly sit down and name countless examples. I'm sure you could as well if you think about it. We all share this tendency. For example, as an anxiety sufferer, 
you would not heed the same advice that you provided to a friend who started feeling anxious. This is so true for anxiety and panic attack sufferers. You can't use the same anxious thoughts to feel better. Now, I talk about cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, in other episodes, so I won't repeat that information here. You are free to go back and listen to all of my previous episodes. My point, CBTs allows you to act as a third party. CBT is a way that you can become more objective. You can step outside of the thinking that created your anxious thoughts, in other words. This leads to an important definition of something called metacognition. Metacognition is defined as cognition about cognition, thinking about thinking, knowing about knowing, becoming aware of one's awareness, and higher order thinking skills. The term comes from the root word meta, meaning beyond. Metacognition can take many forms. It includes knowledge about when and how to use particular strategies for learning and for problem solving. There are generally two components of metacognition, knowledge about cognition and regulation of cognition. In other words, a good way to think about metacognition is to think that it's learning about and understanding our thinking. One of the things I learned through my own self-discovery is that often when I would feel really bad or when I had been doing everything I could, I might become very anxious and on one level I would say to myself, see, I knew this wasn't going to work. However, I realized that once again, I had bought into the original thoughts that came with the onset of my panic attacks. In the moment, it's hard to recognize the errors in your thinking. Our minds wander throughout the day with anxious and stressful thoughts. This almost happens automatically. However, you can learn to become more aware of your thoughts, or more precisely, when your mind is wandering. That is okay because with metacognition, you can correct the wandering mind, suppressing spontaneous thoughts, and bringing attention back to more worthwhile tasks. We can open ourselves to insights and update our beliefs at the core and make us feel better. We become less anxious and we think more logically. Now, at the end of this episode, I will provide some additional resources where you can obtain such strategies. When you open yourself up to new possibilities, you can make new discoveries, have new and healthy insights, and it can improve your life. You can literally update your knowledge in life. With such wisdom, you can really improve the quality of your life. But now I would like to pull everything together that has been stated so far in this episode. There is no benefit to having certainty when it comes to your own limiting and anxious beliefs. Instead, it is more beneficial to think about your own thinking like metacognition and using other strategies to do so. This is because these strategies are solutions to approaching reality without fully being constrained by anxious beliefs and thinking. Consequently, these strategies can open a whole new world for many people. This doesn't have to be a scary adventure. It can be exciting. At the same time, one of the fears that many people have is that their personality will change. Now you know that the research shows that you will still be you. You will still have your personality. You won't suddenly become a person that is not recognizable. However, you can change how you respond to emotional situations. When you change your responses, you can literally change many of the areas of your life where you emotionally struggled. When you change these areas, it can have a positive effect on various areas of your life beyond your emotions. 
Here are the names of some of our previous podcasts that provide further techniques to get you started with the change in processing your emotions, confirmation bias and its effect on your life. Mindfulness, how to let go of the petty and relieve your stress and anxiety. Feel the discomfort and do it anyway. Preying on anxiety and fear, you don't have to be a victim. I would encourage you to feel free to check out these podcast episodes if you have not heard them before, whenever you like, on your own time. If you have heard them before, you might want to go back and listen and try applying the strategies in these podcasts to the message that I've provided in this episode. And I think that you will find that you can work with your emotions, become more aware of your emotions, and improve your life. To get instant access to the five steps to recovery from anxiety and panic attacks, please visit our website and simply provide your email address. All of our information is absolutely free. Please visit our website at panicattackrecovery.com. All information presented in these podcasts is provided for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for a psychologist, psychiatrist, or other healthcare provider's consultation. Please consult a psychologist, psychiatrist, or appropriate healthcare provider about the applicability of any opinions or recommendations with respect to your own panic attacks, anxiety, or agoraphobia, or any other symptom or condition.